Welcome into another edition of Lockdown Bills. I'm your host, Kevin Misseri, here with Jason Shannon. Going to do an action-packed show here with Lockdown Network, where you can get your daily coverage of some of the best Bills material that we have out there. Uh, tune in to, once again, Kevin Misseri, Jason Shannon, and Nate Geary here on Lockdown Bills. Today, we'll be covering Nick Foles. We'll be covering a couple of the Bills' most recent signings. We'll also be covering some rumors around the league and potentially other NFL news that affects the Bills in the draft as well as maybe the Bills are interested in this wide receiver market. Jason, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm uh, just excited to do a Friday show. People seem to want their weekend news, and they can grab it right here on Lockdown Bills. We'll put this pot up uh, immediately so you guys can hear some of the breaking news. Starting off at the top, I want to talk about uh, Jarvis Landry getting traded for no compensation yet. doesn't look to be a one or a two uh, to the Browns from the Dolphins. Uh, looked like you know, it doesn't look like crazy compensation, probably in the in the range of the Kelvin Benjamin trade the Bills made. But what are your initial reactions with losing a player like him out of our division? Um, I think he's a talented enough player that I think it helps us a little bit. But I I think it's a good trade for both sides. And, like, the way it's been, like, Cleveland's basically been in our division the last 10 years. So, sure. I mean, you have to consider them as well. But, yeah, I think Cleveland gets a, a weapon that they needed. Uh, I, I like Landry. I think he provides a good security blanket. I know people give him a lot of, you know, guff about only averaging eight yards of reception or whatever and getting 100 catches. But, you know, that's, it's good to get 100 catches. It m- means that he's not a top 10 receiver. But, you know, he's a starting type. And I think he was – you know, I think Miami was ready to get rid of him with the problems that he had there with the Bills game with maybe some maturity issues. Browns have a jillion dollars in cap. They can pay him. They can take the 15, 16 that he's making this year. Um, They can give him a long-term deal and Miami doesn't have to worry about him anymore. And I I think for a player like that, the compensation, you know, I would guess probably a third and a fifth or something. Sounds right. Maybe spread out across two years, you know, just getting a couple picks for him and not having to pay him. I think Miami's probably going to be okay with that. It looks like that's what it's going to be. It at least is announced that it's not a one or a two, and it's between two years. And it's looking like I would imagine that 19's got to be based on if he signs or some criteria around production. It's usually conditional, yeah. yeah. Maybe a five that goes to a four or three even. Something like that is probably – we're probably in the right range. Um, and, I'm you know, I'm excited. I think he always shows out against the Bills. He's the kind of receiver um, that's tough to cover, and he does seem to play his best in the division against the Bills um, in New England – um, so, you know, it is good to to lose that player. A lot of people do th- assume him as kind of a receiving running back, really. Um, a lot of a lot of comparisons I've seen by national media basically saying they have him in Duke Johnson um, if they wanted. So a couple, a couple of those kind of theories are out there. But, hey, he leaves our division, gives another Miami hole. You know, they are going to join the Rams here in, uh, in trade everybody uh, category, apparently. Um, sure. You know, and that's another one. The Rams, you know, they're just wheeling and dealing. They traded you know big bob quinn over to the dolphins as as well as you know acquiring a key to lead so any any initial reactions from rams anything you think that affects the free agency in any way with what they're doing like basically playing madden i think i just hope that the bills are having these kinds of discussions and trying to see like they have to how be. much they want for a keep to lead because i i think that's ridiculous um, he was claimed to have picked them or New England, so I don't know how true sure. that is. Or yeah, no, I mean a guy like that might be able to, you know, pick his destination. You never really know with those things. They clearly were just trying to get rid of them. It's leaves. They took his had total his, contract too. 
Yeah, he's had his problems in a bunch of different areas. I know you get his total contract, but at the same time, I think he probably still gets signed for what's left there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what, is, what does he only have, like, a year left or so? I mean, I I haven't looked at it, but I just think that just – It was initially gets, a six-year, $57 million deal. I think he's on his second to final year, so okay. it's pretty so high. Gonna, but it's two years, call it 11 year. each. Yeah, call it 11 each. So he he's going to play close to that level probably if everything goes well. Maybe a little bit lower. The cornerback salaries have kind of stayed even for a few years now. Haven't escalated like some of the other positions. But I, I think that when you're talking about a fifth round pick, you basically have to decide, well, do I do I want him for that type of money? Because you're just sure. never going to get a player for that. that yeah, that, that player probably two years. So I it, it just you gotta weigh that risk reward. I generally tend to make that deal. I, I, I like making player deals. I love the Calvin Benjamin trade, still do. Um, yeah. I don't think at the 85th overall spot you're going to get a player that good. Could you get one better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's possible. It's always possible. And we had the extra right. picks. Yeah, we had the extra I think picks. You, when you get into that situation, you just have to weigh it. You don't want to go into a draft with no picks because if you do that a couple years in a row, then you end up having a huge hole in your roster and realizing that you just don't have any depth at that point. But if you have the extra picks, go and make one of those trades every once in a while. I think there's places where it's worth it, and then there's places where it's not worth it. Like, you know, you see it with the Patriots all the time. They'll make a, you know, they'll basically make a second draft move where they go and get a late round pick for some decent player, and then sometimes they go and give a second to Coney Ely and don't play him. So mm. it's, you know, you you have to you have to weigh it out. But I would say when you're dealing with day three picks, I think getting a guy like Tlaib is just really good and you just compare that to I know that the money on the Tlaib deal there's a lot there to take on but then you look in the day before it for the Alec Ogletree deal where they traded two picks for a guy that's like not good like just has not graded out as a good linebacker at any point in his career for the last four or five years and is really kind of living off of a first round pick and a 40 time at this point like really has been an average to below average linebacker and they get a fourth and a sixth for him so I think the Rams are doing it right um, as far as that goes to get rid of Ogletree in the next day, like basically pay the same price for Tlaib. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I, I think it's a fine move if he plays at his high level. I, you know, I think it's, it's a good move. They're just like swapping in players though. Like that's kind of, I don't, I don't mind each individual trade, but them all together is just kind of hard to wrap around what exactly the Rams. Are well, in every, every team that ends up doing this ends up being the winners of the off season. That team's never won the Super Bowl ever. I'm not saying that they're not going to, or that they're doing a poor job of building their team, but I do think people get a really far ahead of themselves out of the the Rams are just taking this and nobody's even contesting them on it it's like the Eagles already like just got better too so I don't know it's I think people overreact a little bit but I also don't think that it's a bad way to build your team I do think that teams that are proactive and don't you know sit on their hands and just let things happen and sorry uh, to bring you breaking news um I believe it's official the Browns are sending pick number 65 for Tyrod Taylor um, that is, that is official. That, that's what? official as we're on the air. The Browns have traded pick 65 to the Bills for Tyrod Taylor. So first pick right. of the round, which is very good compensation. Um, so we, you have our breaking news. Uh, we will tailor the show, uh, toward that. It is a topic we wanted to discuss anyways, but there wasn't any legitimate, um, rumors that we could 
couldn't could come up with at this point, but there it is, Jason. Well, well usually we have our breaking news at Fridays, man. right? Right before the or right before we the show on Fridays. Fridays, but usually we wait man, a little longer, man. Uh, well, okay. so what's your reaction to that? Because we we were going to get into this. I just that was kind of a different way of looking at it. Yeah, it looks official. Um, Sixty five. I don't think there's any. And there's that's that's a compensation. So. Um, wow. Yeah, that's from. Bills don't have a quarterback. That's from rap sheet. You know, I think that in a way that that was the compensation we were looking for. That's almost too high at this point. Like, that's higher than I think they would have expected, right? I mean, certainly the fans we talked to. Yeah, the fans will bring. Thinking the there's quick. no ways we're in a third for them. I thought it was a possibility, but even the Browns make such a that's such a weird uh, wrinkle in this. It's a real, it's a very wrinkle, man. They own, what are the they bills? own picks one and four. Yeah, it's I, it's an interesting wrinkle that the Bills haven't. They've been rumored around these teams between the Browns and the Giants to be looking to trade up and all that blah de blah de blah. Do we now make a move for a veteran? I do think that that's now officially more likely. We wanted to bring up Nick Foles. Do they now move that pick or other picks for a player like that? I don't believe that they're going to just roll in with uh, picks, Peterman. Um, they're going to draft the player. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, my initial reaction is no. They good. there has to be a veteran. Yeah. They I, and in fact, I have to imagine that there's they already know who it's going to be, whether they have a trade ready to go, or they have a free agent that they've honed in on. Whether it's your Keenum, whether they think, you know, this makes me think that the, that a Foles deal might be already happening or in the works. Obviously, you know. The Eagles have already made, you know, moves in the last day. Seems like when teams are active at this point in in the off season, they they start to string off one and two and three moves, ones that make sense together. Uh, Tre'Davious White isn't happy about the trade, <laughs> according to Twitter. Uh, How could you be? I mean, they're probably boys. Uh, he's their leader. Like, I mean, it's. It's never something you can do. Um, it's players are never, no matter the compensation, they're never going to be crazy excited about it. Um, I don't know. It made sense the second I saw Jarvis Landry get dealt. I they needed a veteran quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, so we're back to two first, two seconds, two thirds, I guess. And a nice early pick there too. It's once again. Yeah, that's a late pick. second. Yep, that's a first pick of the third round. Um, a lot different than the last. It is. It's that's the biggest to me. That's the biggest. If you get the first pick of the fourth round, that's okay. It's great. Um, I, I just think the third round's probably one of the better rounds to have that um, as you start to control what's going on after the second round. Between that and the second round, second and third round, I think it's the biggest difference, right? Yeah, I mean, do so. Just to recap here, we have picks 21, 22, 53, 56. And now 65 and 96. That's right. Is this now with this team, I would love to just make all of those picks, but unfortunately Nathan Peterman's the only quarterback on a roster now. And they, and another note uh, to, to kind of couple on the trade deal. Um, the bills do not have to carry that dead space. Now they don't have to pick up that option. So even better on the cap That's front, um, um, initially part of the problem was they're going to keep this, I mean, man, people are so off about Tyra Taylor. That is the first thing I want to note here on our show at Lockdown Pills. People are off. Fans in Buffalo are off. People would have been happy with a fourth or a fifth. They're now getting a third and not needing to pick up um, his $6 million uh, cap bonus. Yeah. People thought that 
he was like a sixth with the cap bonus, fifth or sixth with the cap bonus. Right. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty off. Um, you know, a lot of people thought he wouldn't fetch any compensation. So I don't think anybody was lower on Taylor than Bill's fans. I don't think it was, I don't think it was worth it. I know that he's not like the long-term future of the team. Apparently he, he definitely isn't, but he had a lot of value and it's just, I mean, I think there were people, I think there were smart people that looked at him or looked at Foles and said, you take out Foles two good playoff games and this guy's not worth a six-round pick. But you know, how about this though, Jason? If if Tyrod's getting 65, that's got to lock Foles into top 50, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just what you're hearing about him. And I, I think that could possibly be us. Uh, it's It's a very interesting trade because obviously what Cleveland does really matters to us. Uh, is t- in terms of if they're taking a quarterback, if they're trading out, what they're doing with those two picks, I don't necessarily. I, I don't necessarily think that making this trade really changes anything about their plans if they'll <laughs> take a quarterback not. at one or four. Probably go and get their veteran quarterback with the early third, and then they still have the first or fourth pick. And I would say they'd almost be a, a little stupid to to just still not use that that opportunity to draft a guy. They keep passing on opportunities to go get wins or go get in or go get whoever with those high picks. I think they have to use one eventually. Yeah, unless like the unless Browns, they're right? like unless the they're more sold on Taylor than anybody else is. Like, I'm so, not going to go ridiculous the other way either. But I don't know now. Now it doesn't make it as pressing for the Brown. I mean, I think there's a lot of folds to this trade. Um, it's not as pressing for them. They have about seven under contract. Um, yeah, Bills currently, according to Rappaport, the Bills currently have no starting quarterback, but they have two strong options: sign one in free agency or trade up in the draft, or both. Um, I don't I think, think free it's going to be out of the equation now anymore. I don't know. I, I think it's both. Honestly, yeah. I think there's still the free agent quarterback that you might be able to say is like a is a, is a stopgap. But they clearly have a plan if they're doing this. I don't think they hated having Ty- Tyrod Taylor around, but I do think that 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 pick became too good to pass up and they see that as the ammunition to go up and make the trade that they've been trying to do the whole time these these moves since last year have been to get ammunition to go up and trade for a quarterback and it didn't go exactly how they wanted it to go their pick was lower than they wanted to I mean fortunately because they made the playoffs the Chiefs pick was probably lower than they wanted to Hell, the, the, the Eagles and the Rams picks were lower than they wanted them to be Right. Nothing went went right as far as that that I think it keeps them in, went. Right. But I think I think they still realize like the plan's the same. We might just have to do a little extra now to get there. Um, I mean, I just think you have free agencies involved now. You freed up that money. Um, that's that's just a site. I just cannot stress the the money portion of this enough. Uh, it's not going to get talked about. So here at Unlockdown Bills, we'll bring you that cap ramifications right off the bat. They do not have to pick up that option unless I was part of the deal, which means they would pay it and then trade them, but they'd have to wait. I don't I don't know. I don't know yet if they did. I'm assuming they didn't. So I guess that should be stated with an assumption. Um, yeah. But if they didn't, they free up a lot of cap money. Um, so the Bills immediately would go to, in my rough estimation, Forty million ish with top fifty one salaries counting, um, so yeah, so that's about where they'd be. Maybe a little bit less depends on what happens here with the news of how this, what the Bills did. If they took a higher pick to take more of the contract, I don't know. Um, not too. Yeah, sure. those things certainly could still be in play in terms of 
how the money gets sure. dispersed. It, it could be still in play, but Bills, we'll, we'll say for now, 33 to $38 million. Not like a, an egregious amount, but enough that if you liked one of those free agent quarterbacks, probably Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford, um, the, Vikings, are, the Vikings three. <laughs> basically, the, the Vikings three. I mean, I think the Vikings Karen's officially a free agent now. Yep. Um, it seems like Drew he's Brees. going to get be very paid. Yeah, Drew Brees doesn't. The count. Drew Brees draft plan, man, I, I love it. Two years uh, in the draft plan. That's what Kevin wants. Yeah, it would be. It would be something else. Yep, that's that's the Kevin scenario right there. Right, right here, you heard that first. Yeah, like the Drew Brees signed for two years <laughs> and draft the guy. I don't care at whatever pick. I don't know. Well, um, we wouldn't be able to sign anybody else. It's all right. He would have to be so disrespected by the Saints. He's going back. I guess so, but it's already gone further than it ever has. Um, you know, he's going to hit free agency. That is take calls. Str- it is strange, though, with McCarron, though. And I'm not a huge fan of him. I think he might be decent, but I, I think, you know, he's in the Glennon class of we just don't really know and has shown occasional decent signs. But people really had him going to Cleveland, like, as a sure thing, is that he was going to be the veteran guy and then they were going to go draft someone. And I'm just reading it because I just saw the Schefter tweet. And, yeah, it really is basically down to Arizona, Buffalo, and Denver in terms of places he can sign at this point. Right. Uh, maybe the Jets. He didn't mention them, but I, I think the Jets might end up losing out on this Cousins deal. Right. Um, but McCarron's really got limited options if he wants to go get paid Wally. like a starter. And I don't. And the Packers just traded Demarius Randall, one of their okay. young budding cornerbacks, to the Browns. Okay, so. Everybody's just going crazy on Friday. For cornerbacks, man. The the, the cornerback, uh, you know, market just got interesting, too. For him going to Cleveland. Wow, I thought that was their guy. Seattle Seattle making their cuts. Man, oh, man. They're moving. They're doing the polar opposite of of past regimes there in Cleveland, huh? They're trading all their picks-ish, like, in a win now type of deal. I, man. Well, I, I think they do. Cleveland does need a win pretty soon. <laughs> they need to like win, a, <laughs> win a football game. <laughs> they need to win a football game at, at some point. Tyrod's good yeah, at that. I it mean, doesn't, he'll get you to eight and eight. No doubt. Yeah. I, they're not, I mean, they wouldn't go one in 15, Oh, and 16 with Tyrod. No, no, they won't. I, I, I think that's a, a good move. I just, yeah, I'm having a tough time right now. I feel like, uh, like we're live on the radio right now because usually <laughs> we record after all of this stuff breaks and we thought we had news. We thought we were going to talk about, you know, the fringe defensive end we signed yesterday. And it turns out that them. every player in the league got traded. Right. We can't even get to the fringe uh, defensive end. Um, former third round pick, Jason, if you want to pronounce. Um, uh, oh, Adihizua. I was working on it earlier. Adihizua. I think I got it there. Okay. Uh, former UCL, UCLA player, uh, was a 2010 All-American coming out of high school, was rated the second best D-end in uh, the United States, therefore the world. Went to UCLA, had a four-year career there where he um, was okay, but nothing special. Was kind of ended up falling into more of a, a run-stopping role. Had six sacks as a senior and 12 and a half in his career. We're putting a lot of uh, stock on his college career here because he really hasn't had an NFL one. The Giants took him in the third round uh, in 2015. Uh, he ended up 
making six te- or three tackles and then getting hurt. Ended up with three more tackles in 2007 or in 2016. He was behind all of their talented defensive ends, Justin Tuck and your et cetera's. Um, and then 2017 started the season uh, pretty far on the depth chart in the preseason. Ended up getting hit with a four-game PED suspension. It was cut a day after that was announced. And basically sat out all of the 2017 season. So what you see there is a guy who purportedly has a lot of talent and has gotten a bunch of chances and it just hasn't really worked out with him. Uh, where do you think he fits as far as that goes, Kevin? I, I just I'm st- I am still um, trying to wrap my head around the fact of we don't have a quarterback and they <laughs> got pick 65. So I'm trying to wrap uh, my head around that. <laughs> all right. Well, as far as far as this goes, I do think that he's a guy that has talent that's come in, but I mean, yeah, he sure. hasn't I he do. hasn't had like a super great year of football no. since like 2009. So no. it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff on 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 talent that people are projecting. He didn't play last year. I actually haven't seen anything. Like, does that mean he served his PED suspension or not? Because yes, as a free agent, you can. Yes. You can. Okay, so we don't have to worry about that. But you would have to worry about the I fact that if he gets popped again, if he had four weeks on a suspension. Personally, um, could be wrong about that, but um, I'm almost positive he did serve that as a free agent. I, I, I think seen you can make the rotation though. Uh, back to your initial question. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's crazy if they don't if the Bills keep Shaq Lawson and they don't do anything else. Could he be a fourth defensive end? I mean, sure. I think it's very possible. I mean, he's behind RFA Eddie Yarborough, who did sign his ERFA um, tender. So there's a bit of piece of news over there by Buffalo Beat. Uh, Buffalo Beats now over there. Nick uh, Wotan over there, my guy, uh, did say that he signed that ERFA contract. So, um, so there is that news. So. That's yeah, great. and so we have him competing with Brian Davis's and your Cap Cappies and whatnot in terms of probably more of a run-oriented defensive end, maybe a guy to take Hughes or Lawson off the field for a couple plays. But really, you just don't know what you're getting. And at this point, he's really the same to me, you know, despite all of the previous talent is signing a Cap Cappy or Breon Borders or whoever, you know. I don't and think it's a very big deal. Cleveland's going with the deals of just trading players and then picking one and four. And that's, that's kind of what, what's up over there. Um, doing whatever they can to trade their picks and doing the kind of polar opposite of what past regimes have done. But um, there is now Adam Schefter saying the Bengals. So now Bengals free agent AJ McCarron can go to either Arizona, Buffalo or Denver because the Browns have their bridge quarterback. Uh-huh. Um, so there's going to be a lot of AJ McCarron. There's going to be a lot of everyone now. So what an interesting off season and one that, potentially initially could it evolve who knows just the Bills staying pat with their two first now could evolve a trade up for a quarterback the bills have a new quarterback for sure could be a veteran quarterback anyone from true breeze to aj mccarron to teddy bridgewater or jay cutler i don't know um and can involve any you know from darnold to i don't know i mean i don't know how low they go on a quarterback but there's just so many options right yeah, I mean, there's a million combinations of what they could do at this point. Uh, there's lots and lots of free agents out there. There's only a select few that I would say are ideal. I mean, that's kind of what happens in free agency. You know, there's a couple guys that maybe would be available on the trade market. Uh, you never know with that. And then there's the draft, and there's five or six guys that could conceivably go in the first round. It's possible that they're 
dead set on Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen and they'll go trade to the Giants, you know, every pick that they just accumulated to go do it because they know that quarterback's important. Or at the same time, you could wait until maybe one of those guys slip out and then you're only trading to nine or you're trading to 12. Or at the same time, maybe they're just big Mason Rudolph fans and they just go and draft them at 22. You know, you don't really ever know. And I think that this is the year is just a very interesting year that there are this many options in a year that we we kind of needed to adjust the position. So it makes it very interesting, but not very easy to sort of predict out, right? Right. I just it makes it crazy. So many combinations. The Bills roster is literally just Nathan Peterman. So picks Peterman. Um, so it makes some people happy. I, I even think those people now that Tyrod's they just liked him because Tyrod didn't. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sure all the Peterman people are going to be dying for somebody else now. No, so. at, at this official point, like, I don't yeah. think that anyone now officially likes it. I think the Peterman the wagon is, wagon done. is completely gone, completely fallen apart. It was a bunch of people that didn't like Tyrod, the same people that said he would get caught and not any compensation. Not almost a second-round pick. Yeah. No. Yeah. Th- these are the same group of people. Um but what a what a crazy what a crazy day! I mean, I think a lot of it hinged on the Browns being able to make other deals to win now, win now ish. Um, I don't know that they trade for a quarterback on a one year deal too. That's another side note. Even though we're dumping them, he's on a one year deal. They got to figure out what to do there too, as as well as Landry and a couple of other sure. things. So, no, that's a, it's a very interesting point that that's a really high pick to trade for a quarterback on a one year deal when it's kind of still assumed that he's not going to be getting a long-term contract, right? I mean, that's one thing if you're just trying to buy low and you're thinking maybe this guy is getting a long-term deal, but I don't think anybody thinks that they're still, they're going to completely avoid quarterback at this point, right? Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. I don't so even. it's, I, I guess they could, but that, that it's much more likely that they're basically just trading pick 65 for one year or a half year Tyrod Taylor. Like, Unless they really like them. I, yeah, I don't right. know. It's, right. I guess they could. And they're doing the same with Landry. So I believe that they lock them up. I don't believe you make six picks six in the sixth round. Sure. Fifth round. Sure. Fourth round, getting a little bit up there. Third round, I don't believe that that's a one-year trade deal. Maybe it is. Yeah. I, and play the compensation formula like Packers do every single year. Pa- shout out to our Packers listeners. Apparently we have some. Um, as they did listen into our compensation pick uh, pod from a couple weeks ago. So, um, but maybe they play that game. I, I don't know. They have Landry now under contract. They don't seem to have traded too much. They have Tyrod. These guys could go out and get mega deals or ish deals, um, depending on how Tyrod plays. If Tyrod goes and plays good in Cleveland and brings an 0-16 team to 9-7 and or 8-8, and I don't know. How, does that make him more valuable than today? Uh, he, I don't know. Didn't he just do that? I mean – he, yeah, we, but we weren't, we were, seven, no, I know we were a seven we and nine, eight, seven like and nine, one team, win I do. difference. No, but I think there is an amount of value of taking a team that yeah, hasn't right. made the playoffs in 17 years to the playoffs. And yeah, I guess if you do that with two teams with even a worse team, that's, uh, that's pretty big. I think that really shows something out of you. I mean, yeah, I guess if they went to, but it's just so weird. It would be it would be like the classic case of Tyrod, where he he goes and takes his zero and sixteen team to nine and seven, but like Sam Darnold sitting behind him, and they have to go and trade him too. Like, right. 
Right. Like that would happen to Tyrod. And, sh- and shout out to uh, Brandon Bean. Like it's a good trade. I mean, it's a good trade. I like Tyrod Taylor. I always have. I think you have. Uh, we're th- we're among the biggest fans probably, and just thinking that yeah, he's probably I, like I didn't at the low end pick. of the top twenty. I didn't want a sixth round pick. I didn't want a fifth round pick. I was willing no. to eat cap to get a second round pick, third round pick. Um, Got it. I, didn't, I didn't quite know what his level was, but 65 was in the range, you know, pick from picks 40 to 80 was kind of what I was expecting um, him to go for. And he went right there at 60, you know, 65. So um, I just thought it's a great example and I have plenty in my mentions and I'm retweeting them for fun, but there's plenty of people that just didn't have the right value on him just didn't like him as a player didn't value the running ability didn't value he he did struggle in coming back situations he did and that's the one that i will mention he was not very good while losing was very good when it had in games though yeah that goes along with lots of quarterbacks besides like the top eight so right and people are always looking to to see you know who's i mean russell wilson is kind of opposite he's awful early in games but is great in the fourth quarter and I think that was what people were confused the most about. They're like, well, this guy should be a lot better in the fourth quarter. No, that's just not the player he is. Yeah. So breaking news, uh, he is traded um, officially for pick 65. No news yet on the cap ramifications. I'm still holding out that that doesn't make sense for them to pick up the option and trade it unless they really were maxing out that pick. But Cleveland has $100 million, even with Jarvis Landry um, this year. So I imagine maybe we took less for him to take the money. I don't know, right, Jason? Like, do we know that they didn't take less um, for someone just to take that final year? Yeah, it it really – they could have done that in any way. They certainly – it seems like NFL picks or NFL teams are now getting smarter to paying for picks a little bit, sending some money, picking up contracts, that that Osweiler deal that – the Browns just dealt with a year ago. Uh, <laughs> basically, like $20 million was paid for a second-round pick. Uh, you see that stuff happening more and more, and I think that happened a lot in, more in other sports. And I think that's translating to football, and I think these GMs are getting smarter. So we'll have to see. I'm hoping that they take all of the money, and that was just what the trade was. But Yeah, right now, Spot, uh, Spot Track has the initial 7.6, which was his, you know, his signing bonus and some probably – his signing bonus was 7. So I still don't know where that 600000 I know we've brought it up before. I don't know what bonus that he, ha- he was on the hook for that he got around $600,000. But the Bills were, are, are going to eat 7.6 as of this point. Um, Spot, uh, Spot Track's usually pretty good about not changing numbers until they hear, but they could if something comes in that the Bills picked up another six. But right now he's only counting for 7.6 on the cap, uh, which frees up 11 from the $18 million that they would have paid if they picked his option and the 13.6 if they did uh, trade him with the option. So $6 million savings there um, and as much as 11 if he was going to be your vet backup for the year or vet starter bridge guy. Would have paid him 18 for one year. So now he's on the book for seven. You freed up 11. Um, and they are sitting at, as of this exact moment, with that being true, 36 million in cash space. So that's pretty close. It looks like Spotcheck actually gave an official tweet just now oh, saying really? exa- okay. exactly what you just said. Perfect. Didn't even Bills clear 10.44 by trading Tyrod Taylor to the Browns, assuming Cleveland picks up roster bonus. So we'll see. Maybe they he, they know as much as we do, but. They're usually pretty good financially to know if that's even feasible. So for them to kind of tweet that out makes it more likely they didn't. I still think there's still a fact the Bills said, fine, we'll, we'll take your third if you take his money. So right. we'll, we'll free that $6 million up to do you know other things. Um, 
And Jason LaCamphoria said, it's official. They're not done trading. We'll move up for a quarterback. Well, he's been wrong about everything, he's but I get wrong. it. I'm probably one of his biggest haters. <laughs> say he's been that wrong on virtually everything he's ever said about the Bills, but to say um, that with conviction is quite interesting, though. Yeah, and a lot of people are. I'm only believing it because a lot of other people have been saying the same thing for a long time. Yeah, right. That's that the they are thing. among, if not the most active, as far as figuring out where to go up. They clearly have made the moves, you know, concretely have made the moves to go and get picks. Now with five picks in the top 65 and six in the top 96, uh, no team besides the Browns had ammunition to move up like us. So, um, yeah, I mean, both through rumors and through actual actions, trading away our quarterback, it's everything is kind of lining up for us to go up and get the guy that we want. I've heard a lot of different things between, you know, Darnold and Rosen are really the guys I've heard the most from the Bills as far as people who talk to people who talk to people, but it, it could be anybody. You just, you never really know. And it's very possible with an NFL uh, staff and GM and all of that, that they're trying to keep this under wraps and those guys are smoke screens. Yep. I agree. And just want to get this pot up. So we'll keep it about here. Jason and I will potentially, if there's any other breaking news this weekend, we will look for another weekend edition, if not a Monday. You know, we normally don't do Mondays, you know, Saturday, Sunday, or Mondays. Um, but it's looking like one might be needed if there's any more breaking news or Bill's coverage, right, Jason? Yeah, no, I mean, we have to stay on top of it. But I will say that it's been a very interesting exercise to, to start a podcast and get our starting quarterback traded five minutes into it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite. I held off for like 30 seconds to make sure we weren't getting well unfair. i just didn't respond because i thought you were lying but then yeah. i was like why would you lie we well, what, started recording. Yeah, no, what was funny was we were like gonna we want to talk today about a tie ride trade and we're like we don't have any concrete we don't have anything else. yeah but we're gonna still talk about it because right. i i still think it's possible with it with my the initial feeling was there was enough trades around the league that he tie rides in the action i i thoroughly believe that um you know, he's the next guy to go after some of the other, you know, quarterbacks were moved in the offseason and, you know, Alex Smith, et cetera. I thought Tyra, it was Tyrod's time. How about that? I, I, yeah. thought, I thought we were in Tyrod time right before. It free felt end. like it would make sense. At this and you're point. taking another bidder, maybe not out of the draft. We don't know that. But you're taking another bidder out of the vet market, which the Bills are smart. What a great move by Bean. Um, if this is his long-term goal, you're taking another bidder away from Teddy Bridgewater or away from, uh, I don't know how high they're, they're shooting here, but you know Bradford or Cousins or whatever it is that they have in their back pocket. But at this point, I wouldn't be crazy shocked to see the Bills entertain some type of Kirk Cousins interest. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be shocked to hear them at, like trying to kick the tires. I don't think they'll win or even finish in the top three. Um, I'm think, not ruling out try. anything at this point. Yep. I think that you'll hear the Bills tried or will try or will try to bring him in. Um, you know, to compete with, you know, the Vikings and the Broncos and the Jets, I guess would be the three and Cardinals. So uh, they're, they're the big five right now, right? Yeah. In terms of teams that need quarterbacks, I mean, in terms of Cousins deal, they're getting in late on it. And it seems, you know, I, I'm not going to say never because I, most places that I've seen have kind of narrowed it down to Minnesota and the Jets at this point, the Jets just based on the money, the Minnesota based on the situation. But, I mean, we were hearing two months ago about how he's definitely going to Denver from, like, real reporters. And then turned into the Vikings, and, and then, yeah. And, yeah, so it's turned into a million different things. I don't think he's made a decision yet because I don't. he doesn't have to make a decision yet. So let 
let teams keep bidding each other out. I think it's highly unlikely that the Bills would go for him just based on what we have available to us and what other teams have available to them. But, you know, you never know. You never know. That maybe there's a team with a backup quarterback that we use one of these picks to trade for or that we do just do the big package up. But I, I think that some way or somehow this team is going to have to end up with probably a first-round draft pick and, and a veteran quarterback to really go into the season feeling confident. Right. I agree. Well, what a crazy locked on bills. We went another 10 minutes. Want to get this thing out for you guys to listen to tune in this weekend um, for more breaking news. I don't think we're done. We don't even have a quarterback Um, tune in the free agency starts. We're going to be pretty active. We were a little bit slow there at the end of February, early March, but you know, things are really going to pick up uh, for really big news season. So watch out for breaking pods could come Saturday, Sunday or Monday. If not, you'll hear us on Tuesday, right at the start of free agency. So Thanks for tuning into like breaking edition style stuff here. Seems like our Friday pods are always crazy. I'm your host, Kevin Masseri, and that's Jason Shannon. Thanks, guys.